0: Welcome to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, bringing you information directly from industry leaders in multifamily and commercial real estate. Each week, Anthony Pinto interviews top multifamily experts and digs into the hard lessons learned on their pathways to success. We get real to give you a more comprehensive picture and help you avoid pitfalls others won't tell you about. You'll learn about raising money, growing your portfolio, and attracting investors to your cause. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. Hey, learners, and welcome to a, another episode of the Lessons in Real Estate show. I'm your host, Anthony Pinto, and today this episode is going to be a little bit different than how we have been doing these past few episodes in that uh, it's just going to be me talking to me about a specific topic. Um, and this topic happened to come up because I've talked to a couple other listeners and, um, and Other investors back in the States that have asked me this question uh, kind of time and time again. And I wanted to bring it up to all of you because I think there's a lot of great info you can glean uh, from this topic. And the topic today is going to be mentors and mentees, and specifically what it means to be a good mentee. Um, And the reason I brought this up is that I had a podcast interview yesterday with a good friend, Brian Briscoe. And you'll hear about it in a couple, probably about a month and a half, a couple months from now. And we talked about what it means to be a mentee and what makes a good mentorship program, right? And um, you'll see a, there's a ton of different mentorship programs out there. Some of them paid, some of them not, right? You'll find a lot of masterminds out there. You'll find a lot of people who are willing to take your money to provide some sort of service, whatever that is is—you know, mentorship, a mastermind, whatever that ends up being for you. And you'll also find mentors who are just happy to bring you along for the ride. Um, or you know, are, will take you under their wing because you provide some service to them, or they see something in you, right? Those types of situations exist, and you could do all the research you want in the world to find the best price for the you know the best mentorship you can get for the best price, in um, multifamily and, and whatever that mentorship you need, right? And that doesn't necessarily have to be real estate. But what I really think it comes down to before you start spending money is talking and thinking about are you a good mentee, right? Are you coachable? Are you teachable? Because there's some people that aren't. You know, I've, I've met a, a lot of type A personalities that think that they are the only person that's right in the world, right? And you can't tell them different. And those types of people, just they're not team players, right? They think that they, they know absolutely everything in the world and you have nothing to teach them, right? And those people are not teachable, right? And whether they know it or not, They're just they're just not teachable. And it's going to be a frustrating moment for the mentee and the mentor if they decide to get into a mentorship program. And it takes them a little bit of time to realize that. Right. So on that note, let's kind of talk about um, some traits that a mentee can have, um, specifically drawn from my experience, and then also gleaned from this uh, interview with Brian Briscoe yesterday. So I boiled it down to five points. There's a lot more you can really get into about what makes a mentee. And it's, and it really kind of depends on who you talk to, but I think these are common five things that you can kind of think about when you are thinking, okay, am I a good mentee or not? The first one is a burning desire. You know, whether it is in real estate investing, um, you know, in, in business in general, in life, uh, whether it's a hobby that you have, having a burning desire is probably one of the most important things you can possess. Is a burning desire to make money, to acquire units, to Uh, fulfill your mission to right to fulfill your purpose. You know whether that's to spend more time with your family and be able to facilitate that time and have more money by investing in real estate. Whether that is uh you know helping other people uh, adopt children. Whether that is volunteering at animal shelters. Whatever that that passion is for you. Whatever that burning desire is. It's absolutely important to have that if you're going to get into a mentorship program. And and why? Because. The people that you're going to be paying, and even if you're not paying, and, and even more so if you're not paying, is that they are giving you their time, right? And they expect you to put in the amount of work and the amount of time that it's going to take for you to progress through the mentorship program, right? And whether they get paid a lot or not or paid at all, you do, ultimately, it doesn't matter because you are taking their time and time is ultimately more valuable than money can be in, in terms of the quantity of money. And so having that burning desire and, and constantly going and going and going and knowing that, yes, I want to do real estate no matter what. I'm going to spend you know 10 hours a day doing real estate or whatever your passion is. That is the kind of desire that mentors want to see because it, it shows them that you are committed to doing what needs to be done to get to your end state and to get to your goals and to fulfill this mentorship, right? The whole point that you're coming to them. And, you know, that burning desire can kind of just be seen in the fact that you're looking for a mentor in the first place. You have the self-awareness to understand that, you know, I need a mentor if I'm going to progress past the point where I am now, right? And, you know, everyone who has a mentor or is a mentor, right, probably has someone else that they are also a mentee for, right? Even the Michael Blancs and the Joe Fairlesses and the Grant Cardones have a mentor in and themselves. Right. And they see that they have this burning desire to keep pushing forward and keep pushing forward. Right. And so understanding that, um, you know, a burning desire is absolutely necessary if you're going to be a good mentee, right. Just to start off with is that having the commitment really comes down to commitment. So the second thing I would bring up is you have to put your ego aside. Right. When you sit down with some of these mentors, and they and I've been to a, a couple different ment- mentorship pitches, and they really sit you down and talk to you about, okay, this is what we can provide to you. If you are the same type of person who is unteachable or unmentor, unmentorable, if you want to call it that, um, because they have an ego that they know everything, you're not going to go far and you're just wasting your time if you end up buying these mentorship programs, right? So you just have to put your ego aside and understand that you may not know everything, right? You may have more to learn because there's always more to learn. Whether you've been doing this for 20, 30, 50 years or only a year, right? There is always more to learn. So, and it often comes from the most, the most uncommon sources, um, individuals who ask questions that you may not have thought about before. And it kind of opens a breakthrough in your mind, right? Um, though, you know, words of wisdom from babes is, is, I guess what you can kind of break it down to is there's, there's always something you can glean from a, whether that's a mentor or a fellow peer, someone who's getting brand new into this, Right. And, um, so I just urge you to put your, to put your ego aside. The third thing is to put it into practice and it can be whatever the advice the mentor is giving you, whether that's to make a business plan, whether that's to talk to brokers, whether that's to, um, you know, do market research, whatever that happens to be for you within real estate, put it into practice, right? Don't just, you know, come away from your mentor call you have once or twice a week and say, ah, oh, yeah, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm not going to do that. And then you end up going the next week, and it's like, and you tell him that, or tell them that, and you know, you've essentially just wasted their time. You know, they are there to help you, whether you think so or not, right? They're not just wasting your time and wasting their time by telling you stupid things to do. And the hopes that they can continue you, you know, having you pay them for their mentorship. No, like that's not the point of a mentorship. The point is to take the advice that they give you, put it into practice. And, you know, if they give you step A, B, and C, and you get all those done, great. If you go even further than that, even better, because now you understand the process and you've evolved one step further in your understanding of, of real estate and understanding of this business. So that's the third thing I would say is put it into practice the words of wisdom that you are given or the advice that you're given. Fourth thing I would say is you have to make time for the mentorship. You have to make time, you know, whether that's 30 minutes a week or an hour a week to actually sit down and talk with your mentor, right? Give them feedback on what you're doing. Talk to them about what you're doing, right? Because they can't help you if you don't let them help you, right? If you're never on a call, if you're never in a mastermind group, um, meeting, if you're never in the you know in the whatever the meeting is that you have with each other, right? You're just wasting each other's time if you're not putting in a due to due amount of time that the mentorship is due. And it comes back to that that first point about burning desire, right? It really can couldn't can't be a true burning desire if you're not a if you don't find the time to do it, right? And we're all busy. I get it. You know, I, I'm living in Japan. I have to. I have a certain amount of hours between. You know, ten o'clock at night my time, and and six in the morning the next morning to really talk with people. So I have to be very selective with my time, but I make the time for it, right? And I make time for my family. I make time for my W two job here in the Navy. You know, I make the time for it because I have a burning desire to be successful in real estate and to have the time to go travel the world and spend with my family. That was my burning desire, and I make time for it, right? So I urge you to find that time and. And if you think that you can't, I guarantee you that you can. And all it really takes is is making a time-blocking schedule, right? Um, When I first got here to Japan, I told myself, yeah, I'm going to learn Japanese. It's going to be super easy. You know, I'll spend 30 minutes to an hour a day doing this. And then before you know it, I'll be able to talk to people in in Japanese and find all these businessmen, and it'll be great. And the more (laughs) I got into my work here, my new job here, the more I got into... Uh, finding a car, finding a house, doing all these things to get ourselves established here in Japan. I didn't touch anything related with Japan, like learning the Japanese language. And it wasn't until I started time blocking out specific time, like a 30 minute block each day to do Japanese that I really sat down and started learning it. Right. And it's still a work in progress and I probably would embarrass myself if I started talking in Japanese. Right. But it just comes down to, you can make the time and, and maybe that involves you doing time blocking, right? Maybe that's something you can talk to your mentor about. Maybe you can't um, subscribe to the, to this, you know, nine to five kind of business hours time uh, during your, during your job because you're working at that, that time or you can't have your phone on you or you have this or that, right? A lot of mentors will work with you, right? So just talk to them about the times that work for you and, and kind of figure that out together, right? And if it doesn't work out because the mentor doesn't have time, then, you know, you, you now know that, right? And you won't waste each other's, ultimately waste each other's time. And then the last thing I'll think uh, I'll talk about here is having self-awareness, right? And that, and that comes back to a few different topics treats we had before with having a burning desire, putting your ego aside and understanding if you are self, a teachable person. Um, and, you know, what, it really, what I really mean by self-awareness is understanding that you don't know it all right? Understanding that there is always something to be learned. There's always something be, to be gleaned. And even the individuals who have been doing this for 20, 30 years, they're still a part of masterminds, right? Robert Kiyosaki surrounds himself with mastermind uh, experts on all sorts of topics, stocks, property management, real estate, you know, everything that you could possibly think of, he finds experts to surround himself with because he knows that he doesn't know it all. You know, he's been doing this for, you know, 30, 40 years. And he, and he realizes that even after all that time, he still doesn't know it all. And if Robert Kiyosaki doesn't know it all, um, or Henry Ford is another example of surrounding himself with masterminds of, uh, he knew where his swim lane was and he knew who to contact to about a certain topic if he didn't know enough about it. Right. So if those in the types of individuals know that they don't know it all, I pretty much guarantee that you don't either. Right. And I don't either. I Constantly find new things that I'm learning about or, or find out about or, or get taught about by by someone reading an article or listening to a, a mentor talk about something or even going through, uh, you know, taking a property through closing. I'm learning all sorts of things about raising money, about uh, investor portals and, and all of these different aspects with this property where we have under contract right? But I understand that I don't know it all. And so I try to constantly strive for knowledge and and new learning and new knowledge to be gained. So that's my long winded explanation of uh, what it kind of takes to be a mentee and what makes a good mentee. And again, this is just glean information gleaned from people I've talked to at going to different conferences and specifically Brian Briscoe in our podcast. But I'll kind of recap the five traits again. So the five traits to be a good mentee are one, burning desire, two, putting your ego aside. three, putting into practice the words of wisdom or the advice. four making time. and then five, having self-awareness and understanding that you don't know it all. So this is a going to be a much shorter episode as you can already tell um, than what we normally get into. And next week we'll get back into more guests, but I just want to kind of put this out there for you guys because I, I think this is a common topic um, that a lot of people getting started kind of want to know right? And have that self-awareness before they drop a whole bunch of money on a mentorship program and and realize that they don't have the time or the actual burning desire to get into real estate and be financially free. So with that, if you have any questions, please contact me. I would be happy to talk to you more about being a mentee and a, and a mentor. I've kind of done both sides. And um, yeah. You know, gleaned that i like you know one or the other a little bit more some some things about being a mentee and being a mentor they're they're good and bad things i'll just say that good and bad things about being both so i'd be happy to talk to you guys about that if you want um if you want to learn more you can reach out to me on com, and we can discuss what a great being a great mentor can be or um, how to find uh, a great mentorship program or how to continuously be a a good mentee so With that, I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate show. Before you go, I want to be real for a second. If you're enjoying the show, please give us a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way to promoting the show and continuing to bring you great content from stellar guests. I read every rating and it helps me to develop the best practices, even the best possible version of me and the show. If you have comments, recommended topics or guests, uh, reach out to me at anthony at Pinto Capital Investments.com and let's connect. Now, if you're interested in investing with us or learning more about what we do, check out our website, com to set up a free call where we can chat about your goals, your aspirations, financial dreams, or whatever you want to talk about. But that's all I have, folks. I'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate Show.